Welcome back to the Mailin Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Shivery, coming to you live from the Lodge in Austin, Texas. Joining me is my co-host, Sally DeFreeze. What's up, Sal? In scrubs today. Love that. Yeah, I didn't have time to change after work, to be honest. You know, it's just uh, kind of a crazy day. Yeah. Uh, you're coming straight from work, Dave and I. This is our third epi today, and we have a live stream tonight. Not to, you know, put the vibe out there that you're not going to get full effort from us, because I, I think you are, but it's just one of those days. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Solid Wednesday. Yeah. What's up, Dave? We got absolutely Dave pounded. on the board. I absolutely pounded cold brew on my way here. You got a little, nat- little cat nap in. Yeah, I was telling you, this is... This isn't going to be indicative of my performance today, but it was one of those ones where, like, you wake up and you're like, oh, man, I probably woke up either too late or too early. And I was, I had some fog, but yeah. the, the cold brew's kicking in now, as it often does. Was it one of those naps that that feels like it was six hours, but it's actually, like, yeah. 25 minutes? Exactly right. Yeah. You nailed it. I had I had LPGA on the TV. Randy was sleeping right under me. I was on the couch. Mm. And like, I just kind of popped. I, like, popped up, and he, like, popped up and looked at me, and I was like, Whoa, what, what day is it? One of those deals? Yeah. But how long did you actually sleep for? I think it was between 20 and 25 minutes. I could check the whoop. <laughs> that is literally the lamest nap ever. If I take I'm a nap. I'm a terrible nap. It's going to be two hours or more. Oh, that's a lot. That's a lot of nap time. I slept all day on Sunday. Pretty much all day. Because, like, I was so tired from the last week from, like, I worked three twelves and I haven't done that in so long that I, like, Saturday we didn't really get a chance to sleep because we were watching the OU game and stuff. Sunday I didn't leave my bed it was great just naps all day that sounds like a great little sunday are y'all gonna watch bly manor what the haunting of bly manor no i don't know what that is it's the haunting of hill house season two yeah. basically it's a netflix series i don't even know what the haunting of hill house is really yeah oh that was, was that was one of the scarier uh shows i don't like recent, scary stuff though oh, I, like, I was never really like a, an american horror story or whatever fan it's got the it's it's American Horror Story. Yes. Yeah, it's one of those ones where after you watch, if it's if you're watching at night, most people do watch scary shit at night. After you watch it, you need to flip something else on for like five ten minutes to kind of get positive vibes going again. You can't just go to sleep right after that show. So you chase it with like an Emily in Paris. I chase it with I chase it with Sports Center last Maybe night. Maybe if you're my wife. Something, uh, you know, we've been but. watching Yellowstone. Oh yeah. Parlayed into Emily in Paris. Let me just say, two of the most disappointing shows right now. Like. <laughs> I just, every time we watch Yellowstone, I'm like, it's so sappy right now. The writing of Yellowstone is just so like, Ugh, right, cheesy. Guys, let's, let's bring it in. Sorry. Come on, you guys. Yeah. And then we'll flip on Emily in Paris. We'll immediately fall asleep. And I like get sucked in, even though I'm like, this girl like gained 20,000 Instagram followers in the last hour. Really? Have y'all not talked about it on any of the other podcasts? She we, starts I off. I nothing about it. She comes, it's a girl from Chicago. She moves to Paris. People are, like, shitting all over it because it's, like, one of those shows that was really easy to watch but, like, also terrible. And, like, a lot of people who are, like, expats are, like, this is not what it's like to live in Paris, like, as an American. Right. But she, she's a social media manager, and she starts off with 48 Instagram followers on her first post. It, and the next is this one, a documentary or a show? No, like it's a show. show. Okay. But she like will post and I'm like forty eight followers, like twelve likes, and her last one had like ten thousand likes. And you're like, that's exponential growth. It's doing numbers. No for, one's doing that. You're buying bots for that, I think. Yeah. Is it a show that's intentionally like is part of the charm that it's so bad? Because like quite literally everyone has like the same take on it. 
Like even like they like watched it all, but they hated yeah, it. Yeah, like Dude, this is this is so awful. But I am not gonna stop because it. it's it's like a thirty minute episode, and it's like nice to look at. Mostly maybe because we haven't like traveled in so long that like her yeah. being in Paris is tight. But people are like, that's not even what Paris is like. Like that's probably gonna be a show I skip. You know. Maybe. Yeah, D- Dylan. Yeah. I mean, you could probably watch it in like three hours, like you. one sitting. Blind Manor, though, it's good. Hubie Halloween. You seen Hubie Halloween? No, what's that? It's an Adam, it's Adam Sandler it's Halloween spooky. movie. No, I'm not. No. It's it's more funny than spooky. Much like our podcast. <laughs> spooky season? Sure. All right. We have um, some questions to get to. Before we do, let's talk about the hotline number. It is 888-362-MAIL. That's M-A-I-L. 888-362-6245. You can also write in if you would prefer. There's a link in the Twitter bio, at Mailin Podcast. We have seven questions today. Nothing's too heavy, I don't think, today. I got a heavy bonus question. Ooh, a heavy bonus question. Okay, we have yeah. three voicemails. The first one is an email. Dave, if you don't mind jumping right in. Thank you. I have two friends who know each other or know of each other but have never really hung out. I think they have similar senses of humor and both are into the same kinds of music. I think one date and they would hit it off. Here's the thing. They're both pretty big people. Am I an asshole for thinking two of my big friends would make a good couple? This person's words, not mine. Just going to get that out there. We know you're reading an email. It's okay. Also, how do I get the two of them into a room together now that concerts have been COVID canceled? I 100% think they would make a good couple. Are we doing COVID canceled? The sentence about the concert's <laughs> weird. Like, that's the only way people meet up is at concerts. Like, Have you I, ever I legitimately know. met someone at a concert no, and been like, I, this that, was fun? I don't, yeah, no. Uh, that's for, a weird setup place. It's a, it's a weird sentence. I'm not belong. talking to people at concerts. Yeah, I, absolutely not. Um, okay. It doesn't make you an asshole for thinking that these two would be a good pair. However, bringing that up, Bringing it up to them or making it obvious that you're trying to set them up, it's it's touchy territory. Do you agree? Because it's like, oh, so you think I would be interested in Heather? I don't know her name uh, because she's big like me, huh? Like it's just I just wouldn't go there. I w- I wouldn't even I would put them in a position to run into each other and strike up conversation maybe, but I wouldn't be like, you know who you'd be good for, it, Daniel, the other big dude in, our, in the friend group. It just it's just a weird. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. Because that, even if they don't outright say, like, oh, you're matching us up because we're the same size, they're thinking it. Yeah, but also, like, on the flip side, maybe, like, if you were, like, going to, like, you have a big, say you have a big guy friend and you have, like, a tiny, petite a girlfriend. A friend of size. And you're just like, you go to the girl and you're like, I want to set you up with Daniel. And she's like, <laughs> what? Like, I don't know. I don't I don't think this is that big it's of a, a deal. It's a sensitive area. I get why it's a sensitive area, but I also think like, it's 2020. Let's be uh, body positive. You don't know how they're going to react. It's beautiful. Like, I, I, I think you have to know what your friends are like. Like, is your guy friend, like, one of those guys who doesn't, you know, only want... You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like... Yeah. You, or, also, you also better make sure that they are actual, like, compatible matches. 
because if you if if you're like oh you'll be great for each other and they meet and they're like yeah this person sucks like we have nothing in common then it'd be like this is clearly the only reason you set us up yeah if it sounds like he knows them pretty well so yeah. i'm like here's the two things are are they insecure about their own weight because if they are that's what's going to make them question like you setting them up with somebody heavier yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because then they're going to be like, oh, well, he thinks I'm heavy, and that's why he's yeah. doing this. But if they're not, and they're really comfortable in their own skin, like, who cares? Yeah, it, it's probably a case-by-case basis and, yeah, on, on all the stuff. I, I think mentioned. you do it because, you know what? You don't get many chances of love. These two people should get a chance. Maybe they will, will hit it off. Maybe they hate each other. You need to be pretty methodical in how you do it, though, I think. Well, obviously, you're not like, Hey. hey, you two are big. Let's go. Like, yeah, you can't do that. Obviously. Your BMI yeah. is high. Her like, BMI is high. Let's let's set this up. Even even if you don't have <laughs> the awkwardness of of like you know that, like, don't be the oh, the person who tries really really hard to set two people up and isn't like like that can be really annoying. That's annoying in all cases. It's like no. here's the thing. I like, think if one of them comes to you or ever mentions like, yeah, I'm really like looking for somebody you could be like oh i have this friend daniel you should totally meet him yeah y'all have a lot of the same interests <clears throat> if uh um, and then don't push it but if you're pushing it it's gonna get weird if one of my if one of my friends had a another friend that i didn't know who want they thought that she would be really good for me i would want her to say and she was interested in me let's say i'd be like hey heather you know is interested in you that's all i need like i don't I'll take it from there. Yeah. If I'm interested, I will pursue. If not, I'll just we'll just maintain. Um, and, and I, you know, but I, I don't need someone taking me all the way to like, hey, you two are finally in the same room. This is uh, who I was telling you about. That, that's just too much for me. <laughs> yeah. It, nothing is worse than a setup when it's like clear that there's a setup. Yeah. You know, I totally agree with you. Or when I've like, had people set me up in the past, and it's like, oh, like. I've had friends who'd be like, hey, I know this guy. He's really great. I'm going to give him your number. I'm like, cool. Yeah. He can approach or me. You should ask out my friend, Heather. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. What, what's what's she all about? But you don't need to be like, let's have a dinner. These yeah. two are going to sit next to each other. There's going to be a full meet cute moment. Or let's go to a Dave Matthews concert. They're going to block eyes because one, to that's crash. A, one, that's annoying. Gonna... And two, it just puts too much pressure on the yeah. situation. Yeah. But I, I appreciate this guy. Yeah. I think if one of the friends are, expresses are either of the parties that he's trying to set up expresses like, "Hey, I'm looking for something," and maybe then put that's a feeler great... out, like, are you, "Any of my friends that you uh, would like to meet?" Something, something like that, just to get, yeah. just to get it going on their, on their end, like the, let them make that first initial step. Yeah, I agree. I, the weight thing, I feel like, is not that big of an issue. It's more the like, don't be the asshole guy who's like, well, asshole is a strong term, but like, don't be the annoying guy. Yeah. But I think he's being genuine, and I also think that if you go about it the right way, they're not going to get, like, their feelings hurt, especially if they're interested in finding somebody. Yeah. And this, yeah, this is more, this can apply to more than just, like, weight issues. It's like, I don't know. You know what I. <laughs> Never mind. No, no, I no, literally, no, no. <laughs> I thought about that Office episode where Michael makes everyone in the office set him up with somebody. Yeah. And Phyllis is like, I have a friend, and he's like. He's trying to ask how big she is without, without asking. So he was like, would she sink a canoe <laughs> or whatever he says? Yeah. Or would she fit in a regular size canoe? Or he says something like about that. And then he gets so irritated with and her. And then she's like, no. And he's like, but 
you also have to, I mean, the setup part is hard because it's like solely based on physical attraction until people meet, you know? It's not based on like any other qualities. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. Let us know what happens. Please do. Well, I'm going to let you guys know what's about to happen. I'm going to tell you a little bit about men's diets because they're falling behind, Dylan. Don't look at me. I'm taking my ritual every day. Over 70% of men don't get enough vitamin E. Don't look at me. I'm taking my ritual. And up to 97% of men don't get enough vitamin D from the diet. Randy. Fundamentally, (laughs) some men may overvalue exercise and undervalue nutrition and may think, hey, if I look healthy, I am healthy. Do not make that mistake. Don't make that mistake. I'm here to take that logic and break it. There's more to having health than meets the eye. Ritual, longtime sponsor. They're introducing the essential for men, the obsessively researched multivitamin that's formulated to help fill nutritional gaps in men's diets. Dylan, you and I both take these. Yes, we do. Big fans. Yes, makes Easy. Me, makes me feel great. It smells great when you open the bottle. It's like, oh, it's, it's freaking on today. Yeah, I'm about to just just fill my body full of rich nutrients and vitamins. Can can Shit's honestly on. say it's the first multivitamin I've ever taken that I've I will go out of my way to waft or just stick oh, yeah. my nose inside the bottle and just get a whiff of. For sure, it's solid. the 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 ritual nutri- nutrients, excuse me, are on display. These vegan friendly, non GMO, sugar free, gluten free, and major allergen free multivitamins are traceable, because where it's from is just as important as what it's for. They always deliver. The subscription-based supplement is easy to start and easy to snooze. It's only about a dollar a day, and to have essential nutrients delivered to your door for a dollar a day, that is a big deal. Very cool. Love it. Aesthetically uh, pleasing branding as well. I, I really like the like the subscription aspect in this whole deal. Yeah. Because vitamins, like, like everyday vitamin kind of thing you don't really think about to like – keep picking up at the store or ordering online whatever so just boom 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 just keep hitting you with it it's great right now we got a special offer get 10 percent off your first three months when you visit ritual.com slash randy again ritual.com slash randy start your ritual today that's 10 percent off during your first three months step up your nutrient game with essential for men you want to do a voicemail thank you dave let's do a voicemail Got a sort of wedding etiquette-ish uh, question for you guys. Want to get your take? Um, during quarantine, I've been uh, I've been growing up the beard. I'm normally a clean-shaven person, but so we're you know many months in. I've got this kind of wild-ass-looking beard, and uh, and next week I'm going to be in a wedding. And I guess it came out the other day, like the bride said something to the groom about like, oh, I hope he cleans that up before the wedding. Pretty much, she just doesn't like my beard. No problem with me. I was planning to probably shave soon anyway. But I brought this up in a, a different friend group that that was part of the reason I was shaving this week was because their wedding's coming up. And they all thought it was almost rude that she would say something about my uh, my beard in that case. So you know, I wanted your guys' take. Like, if someone has a, a beard or, like, a weird haircut or something that you don't like that's going to be in your wedding, do you say something? Do you tell them, like, hey, man, could you, could you get that cleaned up? Or, uh, or is that just totally trash? You kind of got to live with that. Look forward to hearing what you have to say. All right. Uh, Sally, I'll, I'll let you answer this. Um, I think, okay, I don't think you can straight up ask a guy to, like, shave his beard off or lose a mustache. 
Um, but I think it's fair game to ask him to clean it up if it's like unkempt. I agree. If it's um, if he's let it go over quarantine, maybe he hadn't shaved in a month. Like right now, my, my neck's a little bit out of control. I would I would have to bring that up a little bit. Get a beard trim. I would I would have to tighten it up. Um, I think that's okay because a wedding, a lot of pictures are going on. Yeah. And these are pictures you're going you're going to have, ideally for the rest of your life, right? And you don't want to look at it, you know, twenty years down the line, and be like, man, that, that asshole just didn't care enough about my my big day to clean up his nasty COVID beard. Right. Um, but you can't just try to like ask someone to change their look. Like, get rid of the beard. No. So, I agree with you. If you are accepting uh, an invitation, I guess I don't know. Somebody asking you to be in their wedding party. There are certain like rules unspoken rules you need yeah. to abide by and one of those is like looking presentable because you're at a wedding which is like anywhere from a semi-formal to a formal event that's going to have pictures so i think this includes yeah cleaning up your beard i don't think i i think asking someone to shave is absurd like don't do that but cleaning up the beard Clean or like up. if you have absurd facial hair like yeah. maybe you have like or just if, a soul patch if as a out, joke like you yeah. gotta get rid of that if you're going out a mullet to just be funny and yeah. quirky during quarantine like if you, you have to get rid I've of it I've been in plenty of weddings where guys have long hair and they like make it look presentable I mean like act like you're going to somebody else's wedding yeah. if I if Will had a crazy beard and we were going to somebody's wedding I'd probably make him trim it down just because you're going to somebody's wedding like yeah. so you should do the same for being in the actual wedding for the same exact reason that you said which was pictures like that's a sign of respect yeah. i mean i don't think this guy needs to shave at all but like having a duck dynasty beard is probably not like right. the best move and that extends on down to your wardrobe too like iron your shirt yeah you know, don't have your your tie loosened just hang, like hanging off of your neck that kind of stuff and that goes the same for girls it's like you're not gonna go if you went to jamaica the week before and got cornrows you know you gotta take those out you can't be like <laughs> showing up with purple hair or like black nails if that's not like if the bride really doesn't give a shit great but most people who are having like regular ass weddings just want people to like look presentable like they would if you were like going to church or something like that and maybe i like i i get what this guy's saying but i feel like his friends are like oh that bride's a bitch like she's not saying like or hopefully not i don't know her like oh he needs to like totally clean it up but like you know groom it a little and that's Totally fine. Yeah, that's total fair game, in my opinion. I do think it's like, I mean, people are asked to do wild shit all the time for weddings. Like, for girls to, like, you know, all wear their hair the same way, I think is absurd. Like, you know, do their nails the same and things like that. Like, some of that gets over the top. There's definitely some bridezillas, but I think having people look well-kept is nice. Yeah, I'm trying to think, like, what the um, equivalent to... Like the female equivalent to this would be like a guy making them clean. Just up his beard. like having a girl who has like crazy purple hair. Yeah. Like especially in quarantine where like blondes dyed their hair pink and stuff. Like it, you don't want to show up like that to yeah. a wedding because it's then you're going to be yeah. the girl with pink hair in somebody's pictures. And you can't, like I said, like a guy, you can't ask him to completely shave a beard off or a mustache. Right. Much like a girl, you can't be like, hey, Sally, could you please wear your hair up at, you know? Yeah. Just, you can't. Or like no Can you middle please part. No lose middle five part. pounds before my wedding? Oh so that, gosh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't think that this is that clean big it up, deal. though, man. But this is more of like as cool. a as a guest and somebody in the wedding. Like that should just be your 
standard. Yeah. The year of quarantine is not an excuse to just look like a slob. Yeah. Clean it up. It's a big day. It's uh, respectful. It sounds like this guy was already doing that, but. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Do an email. email. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) Great minds. Hey, y'all. Several several years ago, my college roommate adopted an English, an old English sheepdog puppy named Sir Rupert. Cute name. Around the beginning of our senior year, she began dating a guy, <coughs> sociopath, who hated dogs. After graduation, they decided to move to Charlotte together, and she asked if I would take Sir Rupert. Of course, at this point, I love this dog, and he's basically mine already, so I graciously, graciously accepted Last week, I got a text from her letting me know that she and her boyfriend broke up and she wants her dog back. It's been two years since we moved out and Sir Rupert and I have been living together in Chicago with my boyfriend and his dog all this time. He's been my full physical and financial responsibility and I consider him to be my dog. After informing her that she will not be getting the dog back, she has even texted me threatening a lawsuit. Is this the biggest trash move ever, or am I in the wrong? Thanks. You are so not in the wrong. You can't give up your dog for a guy and then ask for it back Ye- two years later. If it was a week, I'll, I'll, I'll hear you out. Two years? That's her dog now. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, two years is a long time. Especially talk about in the, in the span of a dog. Talk life, about like, confusing a dog too. Yeah, that's not okay. No, it's not. And who's to say she's not going to get back with a sociopath boyfriend? Yeah, she probably will, and we'll be back uh, at square one again. Here's my question: Legally, Dave, what can the girl do? The the old college roommate. Uh, I don't think she has much of a case. Now, I think what did she say? She's living in Chicago, so we're looking at Illinois law. Um, this dog will be treated as personal property, which this young lady intended to abandon, give gave away, and it's been yours. You've been taking care of it. I'm thinking this would be great for Judge Judy. Yeah, yeah. Like Judge Judy would have a field. She's day probably with us. done this. I guarantee she's yeah. done. She's done like you know how much yeah. she's worth. By the way, she's oh, she's like flirting with a billion. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and. If she's threat, she's threatening via text a lawsuit. I wouldn't worry about it. You know, if it gets a little bit more serious and you get like a demand letter, obviously go get your own lawyer. Um, but just know that like anything you put into writing going forward, now that you know that there's a potential for litigation over this, that's, I know that sounds like overkill, but just know that that could come out. So be careful what you say. But you're doing all the right things. You've done all the right things. It's your dog now. She gave it away. Gave it to you. It's personal property. And I think you're going to be uh, in the right on this now. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, then, like morally, I think you you're definitely. I you agree. Have no responsibility to give it back. Is it like does it cushion the blow at all for the girl if you're like offer to pay for whatever the dog costs? Like clearly, that's not what the girl cares about. The college roommate. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that you this, outright own the dog, but like she gave away the dog. This is like making my skin crawl. I, the fact that she's even questioning if she's in the wrong here it, it bothers me because. She gave up her dog for a guy. Right. And moved. And you were kind enough, gracious enough to accept this dog into your life and give it a home and care for it for two freaking years. Mm -hmm. Not two months, not two weeks, not two days, two years. That's a lot of time. I don't think she owes the roommate anything. Absolutely not. 
But I, you know, obviously it's pretty awkward. I don't know how close of friends they still are, like, or if this is going to affect their friend group. But it's pretty trash of the college roommate. I think it's a trash move of her to come back and ask for it. And they moved away, too. They moved to Charlotte. She, meanwhile, she's back in Chicago. She's caring for Sir, Sir Rupert. By the way, great name for this dog that looks the way these dogs do. <laughs> yeah. So just a great name. Well, Sir yeah. Rupert. I just... It sucks. I mean, like, it's a shitty situation, but she's she put you in it. Yeah, you're right. By, by being a selfish, Stand firm, bad dog owner, and you probably are gonna lose friendship over it. But like, she doesn't sound like a very cool person. Well, you anyway. get to go home to Sir Rupert. Yeah, which is tight. Yeah, yeah. These dogs. Did she cool send looking. pics? Uh, no, I, I Google imaged, and uh, they're cool looking dogs, man. Yeah, very cool. Very hairy. Lots of hair. Mm-hmm. A lot of hair. Would, wouldn't do great down here in the Texas heat. But they're I know not, they're somebody who has one. They get they keep him like super close shaved. Really? He's massive. His name's Bo. Bo. He's like a horse, essentially. He's yeah, massive. he's a that's a cute dog, man. Yeah, you're not in the wrong. Not even close. Do, keep doing your thing. Take care of the dog. And if she wants to take you to to a small claims court or whatever, um, have at it. You have a good, you have a strong case, and the dog's worth it. Put yeah. Up a fight. No one's gonna make you give that dog back. No, absolutely not. And if like you, likely, I doubt she. This girl. Has the paperwork of like the sale and all that yeah. ch- that she owns it. Ima- imagine the scolding that Judge Judy would give this this person. It would just she, be embarrassing. Oh, she would just torpedo her. Yeah. yeah. Maybe write into Judge Judy. I don't know. Try to get on the show. Oh, I, c- I can see you're writing an angry response back. Yes. Keep us posted. Yeah. And if 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 I'm if I'm wrong on this, if like there's like if you're a lawyer in Illinois and you like seen otherwise, let me know. <coughs> I'm interested. Dave will take your case pro bono. <laughs> I really will. If you're in Texas, you want to talk some honey, Dad? I'd love to talk honey. Just absolutely one of my all-time favorite sponsors. Sorry well, yeah. to all the other ones, but it is. Especially these days, because you know it feels like online shopping is the only shopping we really do. Your boy can't stop online shopping. Trust me, it's I, kind I, of a problem. You should see my household. Honey is great because you know you download it, it's there, it's a plug-in, and then you're in a you know you're checking out. It's online somewhere. You got some some dope sneakers or something and honey's like guess what dude i'm about to save you 15 percent on these just out of nowhere it's like you forget you have it and it's like a little just looking out for you all the time all this by downloading a free browser extension that scours the internet for promo codes and automatically applies the best one available at checkout actually it's just like what? having a little guardian angel you know for what your I, pocketbook uh i used this recently um i i bought some jeans at the recommendation of uh our friend barrett some black jeans and honey saved me. I'm not even kidding. Thirty percent of my purchase. Don't wear those Friday. Somewhere you in my black jeans. You're not going to be able to stop me because so we can't both be the black jeans guy. I know it's your birthday, but you can't. It's too I, cliche. I don't really know what what shoes I'm going to wear at them yet, honestly. But. You get honey on your computer for free in two easy clicks by going to joinhoney.com/randy. Again, joinhoney.com/randy. Then when you're checking out on one of its over. 30,000 supported sites. Honey pops up, and all you have to do is click apply coupons. Yeah, I'm going to apply those coupons every time. And then you can see the little bar, it, it, like the progression bar. It's searching for the best coupon, the best one to save you the most money. It's uh, it's so tight. Oh, how about a little bit more about Honey? They found, um, oh, it has over 17 million members, and they've saved over $2 billion for said members. How about that? That's a, a lot of green. I think so. They support all kinds of retailers from tech to gaming sites to fashion brands, even food delivery. That's huge. It's simple. If you have a computer, Honey needs to be on it. It's free. 
Again, honey.com slash Randy. Join Honey today. Let's do another email. Let's go. Mail-in crew. My girlfriend's birthday is coming up, and I'm thinking about popping the question around that time. That being said, we're looking at visiting Austin in mid-November, and I was wondering if there are any must-sees while we are in town or if you have any romantic hotels we should look into. I want to make this a surprise and a trip she won't forget. Thanks. Obviously, this is Austin-specific. It's not going to apply to most people listening, but, um, you know, we're here for everybody, and uh, we're pros on Austin. So what do you got, Sally? Um. Just waiting for you to tell me what your most romantic hotel is. It's it's been a minute since I well, living in Austin forever. I don't really go to romantic sp- hotels, but um, San Jose Hotel San Jose uh-huh. feels pretty romantic to me. So there's like like bungalow style boutique hotel. Two, I would say new like hot spot boutique hotels in Austin. One is the Austin proper, which is downtown and like close to everything and really cool. And Kelly Worstler designed the whole thing it's got a couple of restaurants in it the mcguire mormon did that are great the peacock is the mediterranean one really good i don't know either but people these. are also super into the commodore perry which is they basically redid this mansion into a hotel that sounds tight and it's um off like north 35th ish so it's a little north of downtown but like they've got a really cool pool setup which honestly mid-november you could probably squeeze in some pool days. Like, yeah, there's a chance it could be 75. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, people have been raving about the Commodore Perry, actually. Tell me again where it is. It's like, it's over by Hancock Golf Course. Oh. I think. I'm pretty sure that's right. It's like North Campus-ish. Gotcha. Okay. Um, So I would say those two South Congress Hotel is always a great option because it's on South Congress, so Hotel San Jose. I've only ever been in the bar area there. I've never explored. They've got a really good pool situation, too. Okay. Um, then you all the hotel, the bunkhouse ones, so like Hotel San Jose or Hotel St. Cecilia are pretty cool. So Hotel St. Cecilia right now, I'm looking at rooms. For their prices, very cheap. Yeah. Like and, now's the time if you're going to go there because it's, it's normally like – a crazy expensive hotel. We stayed at, um, we did a staycation at another bunkhouse hotel in San Antonio, and it was really fun. You really feel like you're, like, I don't know, all of these places I feel like you're kind of staying at a, like, really cool friend's house, you know, um, and not really a hotel. Then people will tell you stuff like the Driscoll because it's like a classic, but like haunted, potentially haunted. haunted. Season. If it was like Christmas, I would say do the Driscoll. The Driscoll oh. has a great little cocktail lounge bar area. There's yeah, that's a, a true. Piano in there, but there's like cooler places in Austin. I think. Now. Yeah, there there are, but it it is a it is a fun old. You know where hotel. I haven't been is the Zaza. Didn't Klein stay there? Oh, I haven't. I've never been. Klein there stayed at Zaza. Yeah, I think he got like a random deal there. That's what I when he came into town that. like a couple months ago. Stephen F. Austin's a. a no, place. not no. That's an intercontinental. We don't. You, you need to but go it's, for it's, like a but boutique. It's nice, but, but it's, it's not like ro- romantic. It's like a cool place if you're in town for like business. That's where yeah. I consummated my marriage. Well, me too. Hey, what's what's up? Were dude? you there? Not not during the consummation. Oh, I wasn't, okay. No. Um. So those are my hotel takes. Uh. If you were gonna go to dinner, 
I don't know. There, I mean, there's just a million places. South Congress Hotel. The where do I eat in Austin was. question, it drives me insane because it is there are so many good places to so, eat in Austin. Honestly, y'all should reach out to us like personally, but another person that you can do, I'm going to just plug her really fast, is Alex Rychek, who Will's had on his podcast before, friend of the pod. She is an Austin-like food blogger, but she also is a publicist for a bunch of Austin businesses. Um, you can check her out on Check Mark Eats, which is like C-H-E-K Mark Eats. Um, has some really good recs. She is awesome. She's a must-follow if you enjoy... Uh... If and you're she, in Austin for an extended period of time, honestly. She um, has some great, like, restaurant recommendations, hikes to do, like, all the public open stuff right now. She posted those Pop-Tarts the I other know, day, and Pop-Tarts. I was like, dude, where do I get these fucking Pop-Tarts? I, uh, I mean, we can tell you all the, like, you already know the main spots that we hit that are not romantic, like Matt's El Rancho. But there are some really cool restaurants in Austin right now. It's just hard to like tell you what to do without getting specific about what you want to do. But I actually really the peacock is really cool. Um, people are really into the ABBA place. That's also a Mediterranean place. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's all over my Instagram right now. And people have really been into the Commodore Perry. Like they've got a really cool outdoor patio situation. Um, there's like a million places in Austin. So maybe send us a DM if this is you, and we'll help you out. But also. Get in touch with Alex Rychek. She's got an Austin guide, and it's it's very extensive. Yeah. And Coach good. I knew if I lobbed this question up to you, you just throw it down real hard. So good job. It's a basketball What, what is your, like, Why did should, you should, he, <laughs> should he take her to, like, Mount Bunnell? Uh, Mount Bunnell's cool. I've never been. You've never been to Mount Bunnell? No. If you want to get engaged, it's, like, somewhere really cool. It's where I got engaged. Like, you can just come to our apartment and – um. Well, we'll set up a video camera. <laughs> That's where I got engaged too, by the way. What? I got engaged. Oh, at there. your apartment? No, Mount Bunnell. Oh, no, I was Oh, you got engaged at Mount Bunnell. I feel like that's like a popular place. It was. Yeah. Or it like was. the 360 lookout, you know? Yeah. I think that's where uh Micah and Caitlin got engaged at Mount Bunnell as well. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um It's a cool spot. But yeah, let us know. You can hit up the Groves and we'll let you use our apartment to get engaged in. It was really special. Very romantic. You want to do a voicemail now? Ooh, yeah. So, like, if I'm, like, starting to talk to a girl and she, like, hates sports, is it, like, a deal breaker? Or am I just being, like, a total, total dick about this? I don't know. Like, it's called faulty then, like, I'm putting down big boy stack parlays from what too much dip tells me to. And she, like, can't stand sports. Like, what do I do? Damn. I will never understand um, what to do. Where this this way of talking came from. Like the Connor. What's this the dude's Connor area S. code? Um, I don't know. I already deleted his original message. This dude's got a Cali boy swag. It's either Cali, it's either Cali or, like, Affluent Dallas, Dallas, Houston, or Austin. I don't like understand for some, re- for some weird reason. And it's this is also how guy who used to work with Jake talks, who is from Florida. He talks like that. Your brother kind of has a hint of this. Really, Harry? Yeah, like it's just like real it's mellow. W- yeah, but well, that's like, just because Harry like chill, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it is the pot. 
<laughs> He's such a chill dude. Sorry, Harry, for outing you. It's just yeah. We should cut that out. All right, so this guy's putting big boy stacks down on on the big game. On the part, I hope he's not using our pick. <laughs> if he does, he's yeah, he's not. Dylan doing, will pay you back. He's very very broke now. Um, am I crazy for saying that this is not only not a deal breaker but preferred? What girls not in the sports? Yeah, I don't. I didn't. I don't. I don't care really. But, um, like. Girl who's just like, yeah, just go do your thing, watch your sports, and I'm gonna be doing my thing. I just, that's pretty I don't nice. Know. That's kind of my setup now. Yeah, Alyssa, we, we were, she was really into Baylor football, and then everything went down, and she'll watch it now, but yeah. she's not nearly as into it as she was. Unless she's so not into sports that it affects your time watching sports, she's like, no, let's get out of the house, let's go to the park or something like that, or whatever. You can't. I mean, watch. if she has a problem with you watching sports, that's then a problem. That's probably, yeah. A, yeah, a deal breaker for you. But if she's cool enough that she just lets you do your thing. Like that's that's the ideal situation. I don't think you want. Will doesn't want me sitting there, talking to him about Premier League, okay? Like, yeah, he doesn't want my hot exactly. soccer takes. You should do if that. you if you got really into <laughs> soccer, and like you got up with him and watched it with him on Saturday no, but mornings or whatever. What's so sad is like how much he watches it. I actually like know. Oh yeah. Way too much about it. You just know the coaches, the attractive coaches. Jurgen Klopp. Uh, I like recognize players' names and like kind of get the rules now, but I'm not like sitting there like talking to him about it. Mm-hmm. I think Will would prefer to not watch sports with me because he's watched a Texas game with me before many a times, and I'm not good to watch with because I'm very emotional yeah, and mean. I, I don't think I'm fun to watch Texas games with either. But like. I you're not. I like sports, <laughs> but I also like don't. I don't really care about professional sports, yeah. to be honest. So like, I I think Will and I had a good setup because I was like fine watching Detroit teams be terrible and not really caring. You know, like have learned to let it go. But you you don't want like the diehard fan. Like that's a lot to deal with. Yeah. Or I think what the worst thing is like diehard fans one thing, but like. The worst thing is girl who thinks she knows about sports but really doesn't know. Well, it's it's girl who who tries really hard to be into sports because she think guys like care find about that, that find that attractive in her. I, I'm not speaking for all guys, but I, I just don't like it's not. I mean, I, I, it's cool if you're into sports. Just like I'm, I'm down with that, but I don't need you to be in sports I've, at all. I've never known a guy, and this includes me, who has been like, man, yeah, and she's just really, really into all sports, same yeah. sports. It's like. That's never like factored into the equation from anybody I know. Yeah, it's not a deal breaker either way. Yeah, I I I throw on games yeah. and Alyssa goes and watches something on Netflix. Yeah. Emily in Paris actually. Yeah, and I'm down here watching cowboy game, uh, yelling at the TV. Yeah, when Texas loses to OU or something, I want it to ruin just my day, not right. your, not your day. Too. That is a a really good way of looking at it. Yeah, I feel like I used to care a lot more about, like I used to watch a lot of college football when I was younger. Now I just don't care. Maybe because Texas sucks or like... Yeah, that's why. I realize I have a life. I've I don't also, know. I've also realized that I've become um, a pretty fair weather fan across the board. Yeah. Like with, when Texas is two and... What are they? Two and two right now? I just... Like this season's kind of lost me. I, I, I'm going to watch the games, but I don't really care that much anymore. And the Cowboys, they're two and three and the Dak just went down. Like yeah, I'm going to watch. I love the Cowboys, but I'm not like... I'm not going to be upset when they lose their next game. Same with Texas. Yeah. I don't know if that makes me fair weather like, or just like re- or reasonable. I don't know. I think the only time this is a deal breaker is like say your team is like in the Super Bowl and she literally like can't even like muster the energy to give a <laughs> shit about that. Like maybe that matters. Yeah. Throw on a jersey or something. Yeah. But like 
If she wants to go watch The Office in the other room, let her do it. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Have at it. Yeah, like she can be into it's stuff. It's probably I'm not better into. if she doesn't know how much money you're losing sports betting. Yeah. If she really likes to garden, like go off. I'm not going to go out there and garden <laughs> with you, but I don't, I don't care if you garden. There's not, not that that's like something that women should. Oh. <laughs> you just dug yourself into a hole. Oh, wow. Unintended. Maybe, on fire. Maybe she likes to uh, lift big boy weight. We'll, we'll say that. Say, wow, you and, just... and I just like to cycle. That's fine. Go go Whoa. lift your big boy weight. Why you at what? What's wrong with cycling? Nothing at all. <laughs> Just saying. I just I was trying to not not to be gender specific with. I'm just gonna shut up. I think. It's okay. I'm just gonna shut up. Okay. You never know who you're gonna offend these days. Tell I, me about I, it. But like the sports thing, I think is so stupid because anybody can be into sports if they want to. It's like it's like if a girl called in and was like, "My boyfriend isn't into watching like the same TV shows I am." Yeah. Like who cares? Yeah. You don't have to all do the same exact thing all the time. I think a lot of relationships work well when you're pretty different so i i think about like what if so i used to watch a lot of ranger baseball and this year i didn't watch as much because obviously they're in a rebuild and they're absolutely historically bad they're very bad but i would always have a game on like on I, I, I love watching a game as long as they were you know somewhat competitive and like the thought of like me like her like be, me expecting her to like be there and watch like a three and a half hour baseball game and just sit there and watch this. Like it's just back. A lot of times, sports is just background. Yeah. And I'm looking at sure. Twitter on my phone. It's kind of a nice way to decompress. I mean, honestly. to each their own. What they want the background noise to be. Will wants it to be soccer. I want it to be. Usually, The Office is what I'm really getting a kick oh. on right now. But like you know, some friends, some TV show I know everything to, and I don't have to pay attention. And I feel like that's how a lot of people Man. treat sports. The Man. Office is always there to run back. It's Are great. you and Alyssa like syncing schedules, or because that's exactly what you? I said. recently got. Back into the office, not like got back into it, but I'm like, I'm really crushing season three, which is like my it's favorite season. season, and I haven't seen it in a while because I like had to take a break, and it's just it's so good. It's That's a good way to do it. You making dinner Friday, by the way? Whoa! So now she's got to cook. No, making it to uh, to the, <laughs> the dinner outing. Shut up, Dave. Oh, okay. I could have worded that better. You're right, Sally. Yes. Yeah. With some stipulations. If it's we'll not talk too late. about later. <laughs> yeah, the, if, if I don't have to wait for an hour and a half outside okay. of math. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, Voicemail. Sp- speaking of cooking, yeah, let's go. Hey, Dill, Sal, Brett, Dave, Will, whoever is on the episode today. Uh, Parker in Missouri. So I'm going first thing in November to a Friendsgiving with a girl I like, uh, meeting some of her friends for the first time. Everybody's bringing a side dish, and I really want to stunt and uh, impress not only her, but her friends with my cooking abilities. So what would be the perfect Thanksgiving side dish to uh, to really show off your culinary abilities? I uh, would love to hear your takes. Have a good one. Bye. Hmm. Look at this guy. Scallop potatoes. Ooh. What kind? Scallop potatoes. I was gonna say au gratin. I don't, but it, I think it's like the same thing. Yeah. Uh, I do this every year for Thanksgiving because someone's gonna bring mashed potatoes, and then once people realize there's like potatoes au gratin or scalloped potatoes, whatever you want to call them, you're like, oh shit, that's just a bunch of potatoes and cheese and cream. Mm. Hell yeah, I'm into it. Mm. So there's two recipes. One, Chrissy Teigen has a great one. It's got like literal like chunks of ham in it and like all this cheese, and you make it like a 
cream sauce and it's a whole thing. But also, I have a great recipe that's actually a friend's recipe. Will's friend Tube Stocks' recipe. <laughs> uh, that if you DM me this guy only because it's a secret recipe, Whoa. I will give it to him. What an honor. But if other people DM me, I'm going to say no. So just FYI. Okay. I think that's how you stunt. Or here's my other one. Homemade from scratch green bean casserole. I was going to say, um, for me, that's like the, it's not a complete Thanksgiving meal unless that's their dish, which is green bean casserole. I love it so much. Um, I've never made it. I've been Shocker. making it from scratch lately, the Alton Brown recipe. Really? Uh, and a cast iron. I have some edits, but because it's not like, so the like traditional green bean casserole, like cans of green beans, cans of cream mushroom soup. Yeah, I don't like it when the it's French's onion. So I've been like doing, like making all of it myself and it Go was a off. hit. Okay. Hit. And that's like, when you people find out that you made it from scratch, people are really impressed. And they can tell because it like looks very rustic in the yeah. cast iron. It's not like that you sound, came with like a... That sounds very, very good. Green bean casserole is tight. It is. Uh, dressing, some people call it stuffing, is also um, something I kind of have to have at Thanksgiving. Have to have, but no one's like... Oh, I go in on it. I know. People go in on it, but are you ever like at the end of the meal being like, damn, that that stuffing was great? Yes. Yes. Okay. I love it. I do too. I just drenched it in gravy though. I'm never like that was the best part of the meal, even though like sneaky it is. I think the way the stunt on people is like come in, you clearly put effort into it. You didn't go to like movies yeah. and grab a side of something. Um, do y'all go to? Do y'all have like a friend group that you do this with? Because I know we don't do it as a friend group. Uh, I was gonna suggest that we should do it. I did it. Never done one. We used to do it in college all the time, and then Lily threw a couple. And one of the ones Lily threw, I did scalp potatoes. But it also got really weird because it was her whole work friends and then, like, just me and Will. And they started playing this, like, charades-esque game, but, like, all doing oh, no. work jokes. And we were like, we <laughs> can't win this game because, like, we have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, yeah, I haven't done a Friendsgiving in a while. Never been a part of one. Should we have a washed Friendsgiving? I did one, like, five years ago. Um, we're gonna do something holiday-ish for sure. Yeah. Well, we're gonna have our Christmas party, but um, Thanksgiving we don't have anything on the books. I know that. You don't like. I feel like those two sides are really good. You could always like come with like a homemade pie. Ooh, a dessert. Um, always a flex. Homemade pecan. What if you just show up with like pie. a ham? You're like, we do ham as well at Thanksgiving. Couple meat options, I wouldn't hate it. Yeah, maybe some truffle mac and cheese. You can only have one fall dessert. What is it? No, 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 no. This is part of my bonus question later. Oh, well, let's save that for the bonus question. Let's not got this uh, last question, Dave. It's the last email. Dylan, didn't you want to? Never mind. You gonna do something about spaghetti and meatballs? No, I was gonna what? say you could bring a warm apple pie. <laughs> Uh, American pie. Yeah, I, I get it, Dave. Randy knows what's up. God, my peanut butter cookies I made last year were so dope. Mm. All right, go, Dave. Sup, squad. Recently, since April, seems like one long month to me, started talking to and dating a girl who told me she has an OnlyFans and used to be a sugar baby. 
<laughs> I really like her. And she's told me she's cut that stuff out for the most part. I don't want to sound like an immature bitch boy, but it bugs me a lot. I brought it up once, and that's when she told me she was going to stop. However, I recently found the... Oh, found out the Finsta. I hate that word. So she much. used when she was a sugar baby and is still active and posting. Am I wrong to be frustrated, or should I be more progressive and mature, or something? Got a lot of questions here. Yeah. Might have to do some definitions before we Did go. Someone about it. remind me what Finsta means. Fake Instagram. Okay, okay, that's what I thought, but I just wanted to like make sure. Yeah, basically, like you post shit and not have your name attached to it. Um. Okay. Part of me wants to say, like, yeah, don't knock the hustle. Go get that money. Do what you got to do. But then I can't say that I wouldn't be bothered by this. Yeah. I would absolutely be bothered by this. Uh, Am I going to get – am I inappropriate for thinking, like, being a sugar baby is kind of like a form of prostitution? You're just getting uh, gifts for – from get, a guy, a lot of times you're just getting paid for getting their, paid to, for to give someone your attention. And I'm not, I don't know what what other what you're giving in return, other than just attention, or if you're giving more than that, which would be, I mean, yeah, that's that's an issue. I didn't know exactly what a sugar baby was. That's yeah, why. sugar baby is a, a I just looked a sugar it up. daddy's girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, um, smart. This is an issue because her her fence does still active. It's still active. She's lying to you if she's yeah. saying she's not posting and she is. So that's that's a problem. Like if she, you know, if you were, if this was an email from the guy and he was like, she used to be a sugar baby, but like it's past her, but I can't get over it, blah, blah, blah. But she assures me. And she's still sugar baby in though. Blah, blah, blah. And she really wants to find love, et cetera, et cetera. But like. Sounds like she wants to be a sugar baby again. Yeah, if she's still like <laughs> going out with men who are typically older, I think that's kind of how the sugar yeah. sugar relationship works. If she, if she's going out with these men behind your back, that's a that's cheating. That's so yeah. that's a big problem. Well, I mean, do we know she's doing that or she's just posting to the Instagram? I don't I don't know. Maybe she's just getting paid to like message with men. I don't Does know how Does she still have an OnlyFans account? It kind of sounds like that part we don't know. It's so not here's clear. the deal. I mean, Again, it's 2020. Anybody can do whatever they want with their bodies to make money. Sure. Legally. But whatever there, is legal. I there don't are know. there are things that come along with doing. But shit it's like if this. you are going to date somebody who's in that business, you have to be okay with it. Like, yeah. I would even like um, equate this to like the tamer version, aka your girlfriend is like a bottle girl. Okay, like, are you psyched that she's like flirting with dudes for her job, like constantly? Probably not. So she's that's like bringing on money, though. Yeah, exactly. So like, she should do whatever the hell she wants, be empowered, make money. But if you're gonna have a problem with that, then like, probably your relationship's not gonna work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I would be more concerned that she's um, being dishonest with you. Yeah, and then that she's has an OnlyFans account. Like she's lying to you about the sugar baby thing. That's a that's a right. Big like that's a bigger issue. But also, like I just don't think he's ever gonna be cool with it. No. Regardless, even well, if she not. like just had an OnlyFans. And account. to be fair, most people are not cool with this. Right. So but, it's not like you're you're being um, an immature bitch boy, as you said. I, I don't think he's being an immature bitch boy. No, <laughs> no, no, no. You're asking the right questions. I'm curious. Um, does she have another source of income? Like, what is her? What, is this her full time? Was this her full time gig? This is all we have. That could be the real issue here. Like, yeah, 
she is she going to be cool with getting a nine to five? And you know that when you when you engage in stuff like this, when you allow someone to pay you for their attention, or you have an OnlyFans where maybe you, I don't know what goes on in OnlyFans. I think there's a lot of nudes that happen there. Mm. When you choose to do this, you have to you go into it with the understanding that most guys aren't going to be cool with it. Right. You, so it's just a, a risk you accept when you start OnlyFans. Man, I, I just I feel like the only way to settle this is for you to send Dylan the uh, the at. Is that like the Patreon of nudes? Like you just pay <laughs> yes, like okay. exactly I think that's exactly what an OnlyFans okay. is. It's for OnlyFans. Fans only. Like how Patreon is for patrons. One of my yeah. feet one of my feet picks would like what's the market value on those bad boys? You're right there <laughs> on the edge of jumping into that. <laughs> uh, no, I've I've turned down not to brag, but I've turned down money for my feet picks. I know some. I know some people who have not. <laughs> They've done quite well. Yeah. Um, did we answer this? He has a lot of questions are kind of stuffed into this one, but do we answer for the most yeah. part? Yeah, I, I think you just. Honestly, I just think you just move on to somebody else. At the end of the day, I hate to say it, man. This this Break. question has so much, like. So many words and like phrases. That I think this guy's like a Gen Zer. He's got to be. How, how old are Gen Zers? Younger than millennials. So like eighteen and under ish. No, like eighteen to probably mid twenties. Oh, okay. Like early twenties. Randy's saying yes. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Randy. I don't even know what the millennial group is. Yeah. What are you? you okay. I am too. I, I made the cut. Huh. Did Don't. you, Grandpa? Uh, yeah. Wow. Okay. It's like yeah, it's like uh, eighty-two and up or something like that. The year, so I'm in. I'm not. I'm not like super proud of it, but I am a millennial. You put well, off boomer vibes. Stop. <laughs> About to turn thirty-seven. Yeah, we know. Randy, don't give me that look, dog. Sure. I ain't, I'm a millennial. I think I accidentally told Will that I thought you were fifteen years older than Brett the other day. <laughs> God. <laughs> I, I don't know why in my head I calculated like that, but then yeah. Will was like. That would make Dylan like straight up forty two. One of uh <laughs> one of our old coworkers, it was my birthday. That thing was turning like thirty four or something, thirty five maybe. And he goes, uh, "Oh, so you're not a millennial anymore?" It's like that's not how that works, man. It fall <laughs> it follows you. They didn't know that it was fluid. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> they thought yeah, it, it was, was fluid. Just, yeah, like, it was like, like a rank. Like you graduate, you graduate out of it. Like, Who was graduate it? to? It was a uh, Cisco. Really? Yeah, I was like, that's not how it works, dog. No, he thought you graduated to like Gen X. Yeah, because I think that's the one above us. Gen X. Yeah, yeah. Gen X. Yeah, and then the it's Pepsi boomers. Generation. What is Parks? He's Parks a five-year-old. Is, or... is something not called named yet. Parks is like he's just. Parks. They'll call it like the only fan generation. No, <laughs> the sugar <laughs> generation sugar. I don't know what they'll call his generation, but like because yeah. they already are at Z, so I don't know. Yeah. The COVID generation? Who I, knows? Ooh, what's up, the 19s. What's up with that bonus question? I know it's something Okay, I did say it was heavy. So everyone, I really need you to lock in, okay? Ooh. Fuck, Mary kill. Ooh. Pumpkin pie, pecan pie, apple pie. You can have any of them with any toppings you want. I would probably- I enjoy all three. I'm Pro fucking pumpkin. <laughs> okay. Pumpkin pie, that is. You're not doing a warm apple pie. Okay. Don't don't write that down. Don't clip that, Randy. That's not no. It's I'm marrying pecan because I would I just want it like over and over again. I love pecan pie. What are you killing? I think I'm killing pumpkin pie. 
So you're gonna fuck apple pie? I like look. I oh, like wow. them all. I Cliché. like them all. I like pumpkin pie, but something's got to get killed here. Apple pie is going down. It's dead. I killed it. Yeah, buy apple pie. Apple bye. pie is an American staple. It's delicious and has been for the past no. 500 years. Yeah, it's time to move on, bro. It's good. Quit living in the past. Apple it's pie is damn good. No, mine is okay. If so the apples are cooked through properly. Sometimes they're too crispy and it so, ruins it. So yours is fuck apple. Mary pecan, kill pumpkin. That's correct. Dave, yours is. He's fucking. Oh, fucking you know pumpkin. what? I, I've we played so many different variations. I kind of messed mine up. This is the OG. I'm I'm effing. I'm going to f pecan, but I'm marrying pumpkin because okay. I pumpkin's my favorite. Yeah, and then you're killing apple. I Apple's have the exact dead. same answer as you, because I do like pecan pie. But pecan pie is so rich. The like that's my like. I already had some pumpkin pie because that's my favorite. And then, like, if I'm really feeling naughty on Thanksgiving, I'm like, okay, I'm going to have another piece. You go Man. for pecan. By the way, Central Market makes a, a great pecan pie. Like, the the filling in it is so good, but it's, it's like, clearly bad for you. It's, like, made with, like, corn syrup or whatever. Well, you're eating dessert. You can't expect yeah. it to not be bad for but you. But pumpkin is a classic, and I will straight up eat a whole pumpkin pie if put in front of me. I might pick key lime it's, over all of them. It's so by the easy way. to eat. Key lime is tight. I love key lime. But that's lime not pie. the question. I know. Pumpkin uh, feels not as heavy. I could be wrong about that, but it's very easy to eat. It's so easy to eat. You can eat I it. love getting a slice and then just like with my fork, just like do you do the whipped cream? shaving off a little. If you put a, a coconut cream pie in front of my face, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it in your face. What do you think about when people do like a bourbon okay. chocolate pecan pie? You know? Like, chocolate pecan pie? When people are like, it's a bourbon chocolate pecan no, pie? No, this is, you're doing too much. I don't, like, I don't chill need all out. The, I don't need okay. all those flavors in there. We so don't, to be clear, you put Guy Fieri, just don't. calm down, Flavor Town. I just I want to make sure I got the notes right. You to you put a cream pie in your face, <laughs> and you're going to throw it right back at us? What I'm is just it? saying, if you if you set a, a, a coconut pie in front of me, I'm so disgusted with it, I'm going to throw it in your face. Are you kidding me? Okay. Coconut cream pie is tight. No, I don't do it. So good. I don't do it, man. Do you not like coconut? Hate. Oh, <laughs> Capital H. Huh. Randy, what is your answer? I know you don't have a mic. Just tell well, us. We well, can I'll relay your it. answers to the, to the microphone. Marry apple, He's marrying apple. You're He's killing pecan. Pumpkin. Get at it. He's killing out. pecan. We got to just end the show. That was one of the worst answers <laughs> in the history of this podcast. <laughs> Good bonus That was question, awful. Sally. Thank you. Fun episode. You guys. I have thought fun? you were going to ask who we're voting for when you said it's <laughs> heavy. Did you guys have fun? I was until I heard your coconut pie take. Okay, well, your I, cream guess, pie I take. was literally got you a coconut cream pie for your birthday. It's gonna have candles on it. No, it's gonna have a forty-five. You wouldn't do, stop. Thirty-seven. Your favorite <laughs> Trump. Your favorite president. Oh, today. let's not start that. <laughs> All right, guys. The hotline number once again: eight 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 three six two six two four five. Or write in at the link in our Twitter bio at Mail In Podcast. We'll talk to you next week. Goodbye.